0: Yeah, what's up?
1: Can we talk?
0: Absolutely. What do you guys want to talk about? Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Dad Talks. Just because you may not have had the greatest dad or you feel like a failure as a dad does not mean that's the end. You can still become a great dad today. You just need someone to lead you. That's what Dad Talks is all about just ordinary guys talking about life, relationships, work, and this thing called fatherhood in the pursuit of becoming awesome dads. On this episode of Dad Talks, I interview Matt Miller. Matt is a friend of mine who I met through a mutual friend a few years ago, and I never would have imagined I'd be interviewing him to hear his advice on on marriage relationships or blended family. Uh, He shares a little bit about his story, but more, you know, specifically as him as a father and kind of the current situation, but where he came from is is insane, and his story is incredible. It's another one of those that just proves the power of God and just the transformational power of faith in God, you know, and the power of Jesus, and, uh, you know, maybe bring him back and talk about that, but it, it's incredible where he's from, and and here's why I brought him on, and why... It's such a cool change because him and his wife, Rochelle, are intentional about succeeding. And you hear it come out in the interview, right? So Matt's been married twice. He's on his third marriage. He's got four kids from his previous his previous marriages. His wife has two kids. So they have a blended family. And they also just have the blended family. that have divorce, like just lots of stuff going on. And they both said, and you hear him say like, we're going to succeed this time. It's too important not to succeed. And so they are very intentional in what they do to succeed as a couple and to succeed as a a, a father and mother in the relationships of the kids. And and so that's why I brought him on because I was like, dude, you're killing it. Um, And he's a good encouragement example to me, just to kind of see someone who is going through this blended family process and I would say succeeding at it. He's going to say he's not doing very well, but they're doing a great job. And so that's what we talk about. We talk about divorce. We talk about blended families um, and just what it means to be a dad and how to succeed. And Matt talks about, you know, standing up for your kids and, and giving a voice uh, for your kids. So enjoy my interview with Matt Miller on this episode of Dad Talks. God, you guys talk. You're in Josiah the same. Talk so quiet. Where'd all your voice go?
1: Would you like me to talk a little louder?
0: Are you a smoker?
1: Nope, used to be.
0: Is that what happened to it? Like, you don't have much awesome. of a voice. Like, it's raspy. Like, yeah, it's
1: a raspy voice. Huh. It's called a man. A man's voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working in it's the... dad's talk. It should be a man's talk. <laughs> so you little boy's A little boy's voice.
0: <laughs> oh, I hate... I don't know why I bring this... I, I, real... I came to this realization the other day, because I, I think it was in our men's group. That uh, I can't remember how we were talking about it, but essentially if it was like a wound realizing all my friends are older and treat me like my brother to where I'm like, I wonder if there's an issue there. I'm like, cause I'm like, I don't have any friends that, well, any, there's a few, but most of them I'm like, yeah, they're all old and just give me
1: shit. I'm like, I think it's just the guys we find. Yeah. Like I want guys to hang out with me that are like my brother who give me shit. Yeah, they really do. I want guys who, <laughs> I mean, I grew up with my brother in a garage, when mom and dad would leave on vacations, and I'd be dealing them cards, you know, at 10 years old, yeah. 12 years old, and they're, you know, they're 16, 17, and they're having some beers, and, and I'm like, yeah, come on, let's, let's go. I'm dealing poker. Let's play, you know. <laughs> Give me one at of those. 10. <laughs> 12, let's say 12. Still. Just to make it seem okay. (laughs) Wow. Some of those guys are like some of my good friends. When you see like on Facebook and I put St. Louis gal Uh on there, that's one of my brother's best friends. Uh And it's truly his wife's Jeep. And I'm always like, oh yeah. Oh. St. Louis got a lot of Found her again. Yep, okay. Yeah. Okay. I've Woo! seen it around St. Louis town. Got <laughs> ah, okay. I was trying
0: yeah, because I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've seen that Jeep or something, but yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Uh yeah, so we've got Matt Miller on this episode of Dad Talks. Matt Miller is an Emmy Award winning uh <laughs> Uh no, but he is. I was realizing Matt Miller is famous. Uh, and I don't know if it's well. There's good and bad. Famous in Muscatine for a lot of reasons. Um, one because you know everybody. Your family is like it's like a mafia, basically. The Miller family runs deep. Cause is it two like just the Millers or is there? Cause I know like um, oh what's the other one that Trista Sotelo is connected to uh, Calverts or the
1: Calverts, Right. That's St. Louis guy. Uh, (laughs) Ah, that's her uncle. (laughs) Ah,
0: yeah. And that's when you start realizing everybody's related. You're like, Holy cow.
1: It's tough being a Miller because you know what? There's so many out there that are, are you related to so-and-so? It's like, no, we don't even have one of those in our family. Yeah. We have 200 people in our family, but we don't have one of those. Yeah. So, hey, 200 people, p- like you know, no, we don't have a rich, yeah, Miller. We, I know who he is, but we're not related, right? Jeez, yeah, and and most of those live in Muscatine.
0: Because is that this, whatever, hate me, Catholics? Is that are you guys mostly Catholic and that's like yeah. you that's, expanded or what? I mean, how, how do you get, yes. I know how you get 200 nope. millers,
1: yep. yep. Uh, millers are ninety nine point nine 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 percent catholic there's that point one and he's sitting across the table yeah from
0: the one that got out
1: <laughs> there's that black sheep um because
0: how many siblings do you have
1: four well oh, myself
0: that's easy that's nothing
1: no it's not but it, it's a it's a family that comes from very strong catholic beliefs um and I love them for that. I grew up across the street from a Catholic church. Yeah, right. I mean, my front yard was the
0: yeah. Where are you high. at? Because I've driven by trying to figure out yep. which house you are.
1: If you drive up in front of St. Thais Church on Pine Street, yep. the middle house of the middle of that yard, that hill. Uh huh. It's white. That's our house. Huh. That's where I grew up. My brother actually owns it now, mm-hmm. which is awesome because, like, you know, he's got the family home. Yeah, it's one, and I get raised six kids. You know, so Whew. and my grandma lived just across the road in the back, so. It was Sunday, you know Sunday nights we were always over there for supper, everything playing with our cousins everything it was it was awesome yeah Christmas morning happened you would be oh my gosh, come over cousin Joe, come over, cousin Ben, let me show you what I got you know, and they'd come over and you know what you'd walk two blocks down the road or sled a few blocks and boom you're at their house and you're seeing what they got for Christmas like it's awesome being a miller in all honesty, I love it um
0: is there any like The bad side, like, especially growing up of having to meet, there's the Miller name of like, oh, well, you're not as athletic or you're, well, you were an embarrassment to the, like, how did that, how did that go down?
1: No, I, I don't have anything in the Miller side where they're like, oh my gosh, you're a Miller. Uh That's terrible. I've never heard that in my life. 43 (laughs) years of it, never have heard that. Um, We just gave a, or we'd rescue dogs yeah and there was a lady at the house who came over and i know her son very well i'm actually in a mid group with him and uh he she came over and she's like you know i think i know are you a miller and i'm like well yeah and she's like i can tell by your smile right and a lot of people can say you can tell by the smiles and stuff or whatever but you wouldn't know i may not be from the area yeah. right? but uh you know you can you can tell by the smile huh. she's like so who's your dad and i told her my dad and she's like oh my gosh i used to work for him at this place and like, I've known him since this many years, and you look like the twins. You look like yeah. this. So, I mean, it's it's actually huh. pretty cool. I, I enjoy being a Miller in this song. Yeah. Um, it does carry a good name, which yeah, makes me want to carry yeah. a good name.
0: I'm going to pause because I think I can hear you, but. It's a, it's a microphone. Yeah, so now you watch, you know, the guys that like do, I think it was David <laughs> did this. <laughs> and held it here. like, just, you don't need a.
1: Uh, nope. Get it's it. a microphone.
0: <laughs> Anyways. Um, I'll get close to it. I'll be right here. We'll, there, be,
1: we'll be like Mike and Mike in the mornings. There you go. And I'm going to sit right here and basically just, you're going to have to clean this off with my beard here.
0: That's fine. Right, I perfect. think I'm going to throw it away it after better. this one.
1: I probably would.
0: It's going to be done. Uh, okay. So, uh, your your family, 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 but then your family, wife, kids, kids. There's yeah. six, right? I think that's what it is. Well, you have four. Correct. too, but anyways, you can. Yeah.
1: yeah, my family is my wife. She has two two girls, and I have four kids. Um,
0: do the other uh, two have the same the first name, or not same, start with the same letter? They do. Because I didn't realize yeah.
1: Caden, I was like, oh, Caden's with the Yeah, right, right, right. She's got a Sloan and Sterling for yep. hers. I have a Caden, Kennedy, like, and then geez, a you guys are Chase destined and Kaylee, right? To be together. Right, Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: How old's Chase and Kaylee?
1: Chase is 21 and Kaylee is 7, 17. Yeah.
0: So that was from the first? It's from my first marriage. Okay, yeah. so that makes sense because that was eight, eight, and then if right? You, if you
1: do the math, it all works out the same way. Yeah, yeah, because no, I remember honestly, you talked about she's just like yeah. eight, and when this
0: happened, this happened, and she did yeah. this, at at eight, this it, happened, and you're like, yeah. shoot. Yeah, it could go all the
1: way down to vehicles, whatever you want to talk yeah. about. because
0: how long then have you and Rochelle – because I know you've you've mentioned you've been together and then now married. Sure, sure. Because how long have you been together?
1: <laughs> do, you get to, do you get to edit this so I can make sure that I was right? <laughs> Son, <laughs> <laughs> no, we got brief
0: interception. <laughs> we got
1: we got married nine one one nine, and that was for a reason. God, you guys are so OCD. I'm not. No, and she likes numbers. Yeah, because she and had this post the other two, day two two two, two, two yeah. Yeah. and well, then wait till it's two twenty two twenty two. She'll put another one out there. Okay, so you said so nine, nine one one nine, because if you do it backwards, guess yeah, what it is nine one one nine. And that's she kind of awesome. is into firefighting. She was a firefighter. She's a part-time paramedic, so that's a big thing for her. To where numbers are big, so it was important to me that when we when we did this, it was truly set on a day that had some type of and you hating.
0: can remember easily.
1: Yeah, really easily. That's nice. Yeah, yeah.
0: What's the numbers you got to do with the paramedic? Like what? 911. That's what she's all about. Oh, uh, got it. Nine. Okay. And then
1: if you go backwards, guess what it is? 911. Yeah. So it works out well. We truly sat there and we're like, man, we should get married. And what day should we do it? And we're like, I don't know. I don't know. And then it was like, well, duh. Yeah. There it is.
0: So yeah. Dang. Yeah. Oh, wish that was that cool. Uh,
1: yeah. Numbers are crazy. Uh. How long have we been together, though? We've been together. Going on six years.
0: Okay. I thought it was. Yeah. So you got three years to till the, till the aid grant or two, which <laughs> just rolls up in a certain car and ah, out.
1: Damn here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: kid- I shouldn't even joke because <laughs> no, you, you guys, and, and that's, what, uh, as I said, want to bring you on for your, because yeah, you obviously have a blended family. Yep. You're the first guest that's divorced. So that's, I mean, so that's how we connected. Well, I mean, we knew a mutual friend and then have really connected over the last year with that. But in encouragement to you and Rochelle of the first couple I've seen, that's a blended family that I'm like, oh, this could work out. And they are doing it great. Like, because you guys are doing counseling as a couple, you've done Marriage on the Rock you know variety of things to take care of yourself and then going okay how do we take care of our kids how do we do a blended family to where you've said it of like this time we're doing it right and so for me it's encouraging so i yeah i shouldn't even joke because i think it's awesome i love
1: no it's good to watch you guys because it is it's actually tougher than what we make it look yeah it's it's really tough it's tough to extremes of where you're like why yeah. Why are we really doing this? You know, because those those questions mm. come about. Like it is that hard. You want to raise your kids a certain way and I want to raise mine a certain way and I was raised this way and you were raised that way. Yeah. And you're a woman and I'm male and hey, none of this even seems like it should jive. Yeah. And then you get into the biblical side of it and you're like Hold on a minute, like, God's plan is for us to be married and, and 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 to stick together, right? So so what comes in between that to pull that apart? Because never does God say, I'm going to set a plan and make this the way it's going to be. Uh-huh. But yet, I'm going to do something to tear that apart. Yeah. But yet, when in a divorce or a blended family, something has torn it apart. Yeah. So that's where it gets tough too, right? And that's, I mean, so we always sit there and question those. We don't question them. You know, it's just those things make it difficult, right? Um, So you have to be that much stronger. You have to be that much more willing to say, look, we're not going to fail. We're truly going to make this the best it can be.
0: Is that, I mean, the failure because you're like, we don't want to do that again and do that to the kids or what on the failure side?
1: No, I think the failure side of it is more. What did I do wrong before? Uh-huh. So I don't do it again. Yeah. Right? It's um none of us are perfect. So so when I when I when I did this and this, even when I got divorced, you know, and, and and I have no problem. Like I've been divorced twice. So I've obviously got some things that are not healthy that I've done in marriage. Um what those are, I mean, I don't have a problem. I'm an open book, but it's 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 those those choices I made or or what I put in front of maybe a family, um, those failed the marriage, which mm-hmm. maybe made it so that it was easier to go do the things that other people in that marriage did. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you don't, you don't, you don't get to make those decisions. But it's that failure of I think the biggest thing is it's it was not having Christ in it.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, and, and I don't want to fail at that. Mm-hmm. And if I bring Christ into my marriage, and I bring Christ into how I parent, I bring Christ into how I live my life day to day. I think it's that much more different than what it was for Mm -hmm. the past. Yeah.
0: How do you, I mean, this might turn into group therapy for me. But thinking on that, because I've had that same thought of it failed, that whole, like, you can't control the other person of like, yeah, I did things that might have led to this, but this person still made choices to go that route. So then how do you now, in your new relationship, Do you deal with it? Like, do you guys have those of like, yeah, I can't control Rochelle, but we're going to work hard together to. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. It does. We have
1: to be on the same page first off, right? And and we're not going to ever be on the same page. Yeah. We are bringing children into something or ourselves into something where there's children. Mm-hmm. already involved, yeah. right? Because it doesn't always mean that you're bringing children in and someone else is bringing children. And you could have a woman who's coming into children that doesn't have children or a man coming into a wife who has children, you know? Yeah. So, so you always had to, I think people come into this thinking, man, I'm so in love with this person mm-hmm. and this person is great and this is what I want, but they don't think about, okay, this person's bringing children into this and I have never dealt with children. I don't know what it's like. I don't mm-hmm. know, you know, I've never, so those things can be tough. I think the thing we have to remember is who I was when I was married to my first ex and who I was when I was married to my second ex.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not who I am today. Yeah. No.
1: And, and we hold ourselves accountable to that so many times. Right. And we hold our, we hold our exes accountable to that. Right. We want to say, well, look, you did this and this happened and this is why, and I did this and this may have been some of the reason why that went on. But when I woke up the next day, uh, by the grace of God, I was forgiven. Mm-hmm. And I'm not that same person I was yesterday. I'm actually a different person. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to make mistakes still, but I'm a different person than I was yesterday. And I'm a different person than I was five years ago. And I'm a different person than I was 15 years ago when I got divorced from an, you know? Yeah. So so if we always hold ourselves to that that level that we're that person, we're not. And every day and every minute we're changing that. I don't know if that works mm. for you on there
0: no that makes and that's yeah one of the things that has helped for me of like yeah like you can only take care of you yeah. and then even the healing of getting over that stuff is going okay i'm going to be the best i can as a dad as a you know husband debt you know as a man as a worker you know the different roles i have now of getting that but yeah i mean that Makes sense. It's just, yeah, there's a whole, I mean, she, like, I I haven't even thought like you're doing of, there's just so many different scenarios that you can get into of like, he has, she doesn't have kids, he does, she, nope, and then, oh, jeez.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've got, but I see, I also come from a large family. Now, in my family, of divorce rate, I could probably think of myself and maybe two other people Yeah. out of... My family, and a lot of us are getting older mm-hmm. and having our kids. So, but the divorce rate is not high in a family of 200. Yeah. You know, when you think of three people, that's, a, I don't do math well. So <laughs> that's a slim rate. Yeah. I shouldn't say that right now, but that's not, it's a slim rate. <laughs> I do math great. <laughs> like, give me an Excel spreadsheet. It's great. I'm
0: fine. Yeah. But <laughs> I can punch in the numbers.
1: The thing is, the other, the other situation that comes into it is there's divorce poison. And divorce poison can really affect a family, mm. and and when you, I mean, I've been through counseling on it with myself. I've been on it with my older children, mainly the boys, mm-hmm. but then the girls, because um, my youngest daughter is eight, you know. So she's kind of she's got some really good siblings to look at, you know, yeah. of, of Rochelle's, and they take her in well. But my boys, you know, it's been a struggle. And it's and even my daughter, don't get me wrong. My oldest daughter's a struggle too, um, but that's that's where it's at. With it, divorce, poison can happen. Mm-hmm. Listen, I did some things. I caused some issues in their lives. Um, I may not. Have, I was not there as a supportive father at certain times in their life where they probably needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was because I was married to another woman who I didn't stand up and say no. I'm going to do this and. And that's how it is. And these are my kids and I need to be there for them. Yeah. So those definitely cards some heart wounds on them. Um, but I've sent the letters. I've asked the forgiveness. I've done the things that I feel like I can truly do to build that relationship.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And at some point we do have to look back and say, the damage I caused and the damage divorce poison caused took over. Mm -hmm. Um, the devil took over in all honesty because in reality, neither of those two older kids have God in their life. So there never know grace, not never, but they don't know grace now. They don't know forgiveness right now. So until they find Christ or anything, I don't know that they do find forgiveness or that they can understand grace because they don't don't have that. Yeah you know, so that makes it tough. Mm-hmm. And when you have another person battling you on that other side saying, oh, this isn't the right, like he's this big piece of crap or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, you know what? There was some, some times that I was, mm-hmm. um, but I've asked for that to be forgiven. And, and and at that point I have to say, man, it's in your hands, God. And, and you know what? You take it and you run with it. And I hope and pray that it's not the day I'm on my deathbed that I'm like, oh, they came and they sat here for four Shit. hours with me and are like, geez, dad, we should have listened. Yeah. But I also have to know that in my heart, that is a potential. Yeah. Because right? that happens so many times in this world. And it's a terrible situation to, to, you can't live that life and be always, what if, what if, what if? Mm-hmm. It has to be, I did. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Mm-hmm. And I hope I don't know
0: forgive I'm sorry I hope that's good yeah I because <clears throat> I think that with my kids of like yeah how do you not which I mean all of this is the same in any marriage. anybody that's not divorced of like how do I not screw my kids up how do I get along with my wife? how do we parent the same you know I mean there's yeah it's a little different because it's but then I'm all well, it is and it's not because I'm like in any marriage you're still bringing in baggage. But there, I mean, it is the wound from a divorce is way. I mean, it's, it's insane. It's deep. Yeah. And I mean, that's, I was, who was I just talking to mention a guy we know who's divorced and now is married and has said, like, even now being remarried and years down the road, like, there's stuff that'll pop up from the previous one of just some grief or angst and just like, what the heck? Like, where did that come from? I don't know. Oh, I see awesome. with my
1: my wife. She comes from a divorced family. Mm-hmm. Her dad, he's he's older. He's eighty three, and he he you know he lived in Missouri and did sing, and he met her mom, you know, and had you know they had Rochelle, and um, so she comes from a divorced family. But her stepdad came in at the age of three, mm-hmm. um, you know, and he had a he had a couple kids around. Um, so she she knows the divorce side of things and sometimes I don't want to hear what she has to say. Yeah. I don't want to hear like that's how it goes. I don't want to hear huh. that mm-hmm. you know what, uh your stepbrother and sister left and, and they came back, you know, at the end. Like I don't wanna hear that because that's not what I that's not what I pray for. That's not what yeah. I hope for. Yeah. But I do think it's it, I do think that it, there's a point in life we have to come with our mind and say, Look, I've asked Mm-hmm. i've done I've done my share I've done the damage and i and, and I regret it, but it does now fall upon kids' shoulders at some times mm-hmm. I don't know if that's okay to say till a certain point or a certain age yeah. right but when when you're twenty one and you're seventeen and yeah. and you want to start making your own decisions and stuff, I think it's okay to turn around and say, look my bad but mm-hmm. This now does fall upon you. Yeah. Um, and I think we have, to, we have to come to those terms someday. I think our best thing to do is just realize we are here for our kids, mm-hmm. no matter what. And we have to be here for the kids. We have to, especially when they're younger. You know, when I think of like my 13 year old, then I think of my eight year old, and, and not that I care for them more, I care for them less or anything. And maybe I'm trying to make up for failures in the past. But uh, I'm not a good stepdad. I'm not a good dad. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't feel like that when I look in the mirror some days.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I think it's always just trying to be that better person. Mm-hmm. But I never, my expectation is so high that I almost set that expectation so high that I, I fail at it yeah. so
0: often. Oh, yeah. And that's like, I mean, two things you're saying. One, I think the biggest thing divorce and being in this situation has taught and I think you're speaking to it of you have no control over anything whatsoever, which I hate because I want to have control. And you want to have like, yeah, if I do these certain things, it'll work out, but that's not guaranteed. And so, yeah, then thinking as far as kids of like doing the best you can with them, giving them the tools to handle the the situations, do stuff. But yeah, at the end of the day, they're either going to decide I'm going to be a victim or I'm going to do something with it. Cause I mean, that's, you know, my brother and I, we've talked about it. And I've talked about it on this before of just as a statistic, like we don't make sense. Like, you know, you look at those, read all those books of like, be a great dad you know, guys who don't have dads, they're more likely to have sex, drugs, prison, kill, murder. And you're just like, holy crap, we did some of those things, but like, we turned out normal. But it was, I think, the biggest thing. If yeah, our mom of like, take responsibility, maybe to a little extreme of like, you know, yeah, you. There's no time to cry or worry about stuff. Pick yourself up and get after it. But I think that it, that so that's a part of, like I find hard of trying to find that balance of like, is it unloving? You know, of like, Hey, I did screw up. I've apologized, but I guess that's grace. So understanding grace of like, and it's not, it's not get free, get out of jail free card of like, you know, yeah, dad just went psycho. Oh, well forgive me. Here's my grace. Obviously you have to have a pattern of the good behavior, but but it is that part a, sucks.
1: It is a time <clears throat> of, you know what, we have to uh, discipline, right? And we can't discipline like we were disciplined. My goodness, I wish. It just doesn't work that way. But I mean, I, I no, I, I don't.
0: Mean, I don't. I, it was awful.
1: I think, no, I don't know. I felt like childhood <laughs> was a great thing. Uh huh. Yeah, loved it. loved it. I didn't spill the milk on the Nintendo game. I didn't break the. Well, I broke the chair because you threw me into it. But you know that wasn't my fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know, um, I loved it. I, I really did. <laughs> I do think that the, the problem we have nowadays is is our our kids our, our just life has gotten so much out of the family life. Mm-hmm. It's it's not your Sunday night meals. You know, we talked a little bit before yeah. this. You know, Sunday night meals. Like my Sunday night meal was at my grandma's house, or, yeah. or is at our house, and we were sitting by the table. We do that in our family. Yeah. Like we're eating supper when when everybody's together because we know kids are getting older. But we really inf- we don't enforce, but we want to make sure that we have meals together. Yeah. Wednesday night's the toughest night. It's like,
0: oh yeah, man, time we again. gotta
1: we get you guys. You know, Katie, okay, you don't know, get out of school till three thirty. Next thing you know, it's four o'clock in the afternoon, when we get home, and we gotta yep. be at church by six. Then we got two hours, right? So, yeah. and you guys want to go sled and you want to do this stuff, so that's fine. You know, we do it, but at the same point, we're gonna have a meal. Yeah. Um, we're gonna have we're gonna do the family thing, which I can tell you didn't happen in my first two marriages mm-hmm. it was like sit down on the couch we're gonna watch tv family guys on let's sit down put your plate up yeah you guys should be watching this i mean you're 10 you should be able to do it you know you're nine you should be able right not acceptable yeah. right so but you can look back and be like oh wait that's not right yeah um and that's the one thing i will give why well, many of the things i don't want to say the one because she may listen to this but many of the things that like i give rochelle credit to uh-huh. is and she's brought me back into that family role. Mm-hmm. Like, it it does matter. Yeah. It, it, it really does matter. Sometimes we have to pause before we react. And that's a thing I'm terrible at. And I know she has it written down, and she can't wait to put it on our scrabble, scrabble board that, you know, yeah. pause before we react. But it's so true. I'm a person who reacts. Like, yeah. something happens, and I'm reacting to it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what it is. And it's not always going to be the best way. Yeah. What if I pause for a second and think about what that reaction is going to bring, right? It works with our kids so well. Oh, yeah. I have a daughter and I that, well, I tell you what, you know, we can struggle. Um, my stepdaughter and I can struggle. Uh, but when I learned to not, it doesn't have to be my way. Yeah. It's okay to to have your own voice, to have your own opinion, to do your thing really what are you hurting mm-hmm. but in my mind it's like oh no you can't do that oh, yeah, you really can't yeah. and you should be able to because it's not hurting anybody yeah but it's not how i believed mm-hmm. so that pause and reaction is key yeah and the other ones i can sit there and play with them and wrestle with them and you know have fun and, and, and this one i can but it could be what's the outcome of the situations mm-hmm. you know and it's learning each individual child. Blended families aren't easy. Yeah. I came from a family that was married. I mm-hmm. mean, mom and dad were married. Like I said, they were, geez, I don't know. I was definitely the black sheep of it. But, but they were, you know, was, they yeah, were married. You, and,
0: I know you've talked, like, there's no, you don't have any father wounds.
1: I don't. To I mean, say, my dad you know. basically you know what he had i have an older sister and an older brother and a younger brother my older sister and older brother did their things and and i did matt mm-hmm. and unfortunately up until about i would say six years ago i always did matt mm. it was man i've got to pay child support um i have to have i i, I don't live above and beyond my means i don't like i don't yeah. I like the fancy trucks, fancy. Yeah, I had a nice truck, and I ruined it because of choices I made. Yeah. Um, but uh, I I always did. I have to have enough to pay child support, and I still have to have enough to go to the bar. Mm-hmm. I have to have enough to pay child support and still go out on the river. Like, those those were the things I was doing. Yeah. And then Christ came into life truly, like, when I, when I allowed Christ to come in. He's yeah. been in my life. I mean, I grew up across the street from the church. I shoveled the walks for the nuns. I went into the priest's house and looked at the toys. They're like yeah. I mean, like I listen, I knew Christ. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know Christ. Yeah. I didn't let Christ know me. Or mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. let myself know yeah. him. Um and that's definitely been a struggle in life. And I think that'll be a struggle for our children if we don't bring them into Christ. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. And my dad tried to, and that's one struggle he has now is Man, why do you give so much effort now? When I was trying to do this for yeah. you for like 36 years, you now yeah. want to do it at the age of 37 and be like, yeah, hey, here I am, you know, Yeah. giving it all.
0: But that, I mean, that goes back to what we just said with our kids. Like, you can't control them. You can, you can give them the best foundation you possibly can and hope that by eight, yeah 18 they make all the great decisions and go on, but you're like, it's not guaranteed of –
1: I'd put money on it, it's not happening.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Any one of those kids that hits
1: eighteen, yeah. it's like, man, I'm bet money. <laughs> and you and I would probably be doing all right if we bet that took that bet. Unfortunately, it's a sad situation. Yeah. But that's a true bet because they get out in the real world. And and the real world's a scary place. Yeah. Especially nowadays where there's no Christ isn't out there as big mm-hmm. as he used to be. I mean, I went to Hayes for Hey, St. Mary Matthias. Whatever you want to call it now, right? I went there from K through five. Mm-hmm. Boy, when I hit like middle school central, oh, what's going on in the real world? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, not good, but yes. Yeah. All I knew was this. Who just said on Wednesday nights? Church on Sundays. Anybody? Nobody wanted to stay at your house Saturday night because they knew if they woke up at your house, they were going to church Sunday. <laughs> and you're like, "Well, this is terrible." <laughs> but they'll stay Friday night. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and you couldn't stay anywhere Saturday because if you did, you had to be home by seven o'clock so you go to church on Sunday. Yep. Or and not they'd come miss, pick and you, you live up across the street from the church. Yeah. Like you had to be. I don't even know how we missed it ever. But
0: nope, that was the same.
1: It took COVID, I think, for my the Millers to miss church. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's right next to it.
1: Yeah, he, you can ice skate to the church. You're fine.
0: Especially if, and then, like you tell the pastor the priest, I'm not feeling well. He's like, I saw you. Like I can see you.
1: You like, were just shooting hoops. Yeah. yeah. Like, dang I, it. <laughs> come on, I can't lie about yeah, you any can't of this. Lie
0: about it. <laughs> um, and I've like I was I've always asked or wanting to ask, did you come up with or who who told you the bonus kid uh, language? For your for your stepkids, because I was like, because I was thinking about that growing up, a step kid of like, yeah, you can either be the kids, half, you know, kids who are, you're still some connected with somebody or adopted, you still have, right? But I'm like, stepkids, like, <laughs> stepkids just get crapped on because it's like, you're not mine, I don't really want it, you're with her or you're with him, eh, we don't want this. Bleh. And so like, oh, bonus kids of like. Not planning on him, but I've got him. I don't know. It feels yeah. like it. At least as a kid, I'd feel like, oh, cool. Like I'm a bonus kid, not just a step of like.
1: Yeah. No, I can. He's got
0: a step over him. me to get oh, to well, mom. Well, yeah.
1: I I, I came with mom, so I'm here, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. It was it was <coughs> truly my wife mm-hmm. because she's been through that. Yeah. Right. She she was a step kid she was had a brother who was born 10 years younger than her. And she basically, you know, took care of him because that's what she wants to do anyway. Yeah. She's just a, a caregiver. Um But, you know, I, I can think of times that she would say, it's like, Hey, you know, a Christmas card would come and a Christmas card would come and say to the, we're just going to throw a name just so it's not mm-hmm. right. But, we're, you know, come to the Smiths. Mm-hmm. Well, but she's a Jones. well, why isn't it to the Smiths and the Jones, right? I'm not, I'm not a Smith. I'm, I'm, I'm a Jones. So, right. And when we deal with that today, stuff I never would have thought of, but it comes to the Miller, but what about the other part? Mm -hmm. You know, there's a, there's a bone break side to this. Like, what about that side of it that they matter and their last name matters? Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think I would have ever understood that if it wasn't for my wife. Yeah. Um, And, and it's, and the importance of it. Like, because you know we don't share the same last name mm-hmm. my wife and I we because she has daughters that are different name, so to me we get married, you know we should share the last name, but wait a minute, that's not fair. that's mm-hmm. not fair for her to even have to change all that and go through and say, oh well, you know, I'm so-and-so Miller, uh, but I'm picking up the Smith daughters mm-hmm. well, that doesn't work yeah, no you i'm I'm hmm. their mom, yeah, right and and that's okay. But I don't know that some people look at it that way. They're like, "Well, you're married. You should have the same last." No, I have no problem when I call him. I'm like, "Yeah, well, who's what's your wife's name? Yeah, it's this, and and that's great. Uh-huh. Uh, well, that's weird. It's a different last name. Yeah, but it's a cooler last name. Yeah. Let's face it. Like, yeah. who wouldn't want to have bone break? Bone break as your last name, like, and then you know? have Miller.
0: Yeah,
1: Miller's a cool name. You won't play that down.
0: No, I won't. Because there's I mean, Miller time, tell- Miller <laughs> life. I mean, there's so many. <laughs> yeah. Reggie Miller it's come on pretty genuine it's pretty great <laughs> at least Miller people are like oh yeah you can say it's Zerodnik they're like what well at least
1: they can say it cause I, know I don't know if s- I've been able to they can spell it and
0: <laughs> it's way easier no I yeah I, I get which yeah I've always like oh that's interesting they did it you know I, I always say it's because Rochelle's so progressive and like <laughs> you know like no there's something else because no. that's not it but yeah it makes sense because that was the same because my mom got remarried so then she like, had a different last name to where like well who do you belong to well we belong to them so is that your dad no moron he has a different last name so of course he's not my dad they're my parents
1: though yeah right yeah and i think that's the key thing and that's what we do teach our kids is listen we're your parents and the great thing that our kids have is they have four parents that care about them Mm -hmm. that's that's amazing And, and and then you can grow it from there right i mean I'm not I'm definitely not making this a thing of where oh go get divorced because now you got four parents to care. Not at <laughs> More all. More the merrier. Right? Yeah. No. But get in polygamy if, just yeah. really good <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
0: and this is when dad talks ended. <laughs> Man, we're
1: over. <laughs> <Yep>. Working. <laughs> so But that makes but that's you know that's another
0: like, good way to see it too, right? though. Of like building a positive out of a negative thing of hey, now there's and that's, I mean, I I did say that to my kids as well. Like one of the plus sides of divorce is like, you get a lot more Christmases, kids. <laughs> a lot more presents and a lot. And like, oh, okay. And they had the first one like, oh yeah, that makes, this is, granted, it still sucks. But I'm like, yeah, you can see some of the positive. Yeah. If you start looking at the positives and focus on those, of, it can help out. I think the out.
1: biggest thing is to, how do you <clears throat> as parents work together? Yeah. how do How do you truly get past woman, it doesn't matter right how do you get past the hurt how mm-hmm. do you get past whatever the v- divorce came from um because it's tough yeah and it's tough for everybody involved it's tough i think for the man for whatever he's going through and it's tough for the woman no mm-hmm. matter what whoever caused whatever caused it doesn't matter how do you get past it so that you can work together because so many times and unfortunately um I mean, I've been divorced twice and the book divorce poison, like in all honesty, I'm not putting a plug out, but like the book divorce poison truly talks about like my last two Hmm. divorces Mm -hmm. is truly, how can you make the other one look worse? Yeah. And when I look at my wife and I look at her ex and, and how we can meet at a park and we can have conversation between the parents, Mm -hmm. the set of parents that's there, his wife, and him, and and Rochelle and I, and have those conversations for what's best for the kids.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: how it should work. Yeah. But unfortunately, it's always like these these divorces happen, and it's like we still got to get this dagger into the other person. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. oh well, you're doing so much better, and they come home so happy when they leave your house, and I've got to beat you down. Mm-hmm. Or it, it's terrible. Yeah. And shame on any adult, and shame on us for not for allowing that. Like, yeah. if you got divorced, you didn't get divorced because of kids. Mm-hmm. You got divorced because of adult immaturity at some point in time in a relationship that happened. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, it never should be taken. Like we all, anybody who goes through divorce has to go through children in the middle. And those children get put in the middle so many times that yeah. they shouldn't. Yeah. It's sickening. It's it's tough. And we just have to be the better person. Yeah. And I struggle with it day to day. Don't get me wrong with my stepkids. I struggle with it because um, I still feel like there's a certain way that things should happen. hmm but I also feel like, you know what, they have a strong mother who's going to be able to handle those situations, and I don't have to. Um, I don't have to be the overpowering father that's there. I have to be the supportive husband for my wife and mm-hmm. have her back mm-hmm. and and know that she has mine and, and we can parent these kids together and let them see what love should be like because divorce, divorce really does tear that apart right it says why would i want to get married like this yeah. is what i know yeah but wait a minute these people like hug each other they give each other a kiss they say i love you they do this mm-hmm. why wouldn't we do that and show them what a marriage looks like and not worry about what a divorce looks like hmm.
0: gosh so wise miller
1: it's thanks to rochelle i'll give her that shout out
0: she should have just had rochelle on here i
1: agree but this is dad talks not no dad and mom talk
0: Mom and dad talk when mom and dad talk, you're screwed.
1: I don't but, know. You know what? There's some good blended family things out there. I think that mm-hmm. is
0: well, that's what I know. Uh, well, then one of the guys in our group who's talking about bl- blessed and blended, blended and blessed, yeah, right? And, Conference or something, which I'm like, oh, I'm like, I wonder if this was around when <clears throat> I was growing up because I'm like, dang, <laughs> you guys could have, but I mean, mine, as far as my, pa- my mom and stepdad, they could have, but my mom and dad, like. They they were the divorce of I mean there's restraining orders they'll will murder each other at this wow. drop offs because it's like what is going on, Jeez. so I so I mean it's I guess good to see that because I'm like I I'm not doing that yeah. at, at least try not because you're like yeah like you said there's no point huh. it just messes up the kids
1: I drop my kids off at the P S B my two youngest kids are dropped at the P S B yeah every time
0: yeah. Right.
1: Because what's the point? Mm-hmm. But the point is, it's a safety thing. Yeah. Um. So, but the effect that has to have on kids, it's got to be tough.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, to be like, oh, so we have to go here because you two can't get along. And, yeah. 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 It's there's a lot of fun things. You should just need. You to write a book. There you go. Of all your.
1: Have you ever read Tucker Max?
0: <laughs> oh, oh man, uh, I don't even know what I'm gonna ask next. Uh, yep. <laughs> Gosh. Ah. Uh, shoot, another plug. <laughs> um. Yep, you're doing great as a stepdad. <laughs> I'm not your no. family. And
1: <laughs> what I'm doing is jesus what i have to do is i have to i have to listen more yeah i'm not saying rochelle has every answer and neither would she but uh it does help knowing she's been through it Mm um and quite honestly it it helps to have some open mind to it yeah Uh, i'm not a good stepdad i'm not a great stepdad i'm a good stepdad i'm not a great stepdad um I'm not a good dad. What's a great, a great stepdad? Dad, you know? What makes
0: a great stepdad or a great dad?
1: Man, that's tough. Because,
0: I need to know this high expectation you're setting for yourself.
1: And- yeah, but I look at my dad. I don't have any father wounds. Uh-huh. You know, And so, I mean, he was there for me. He, yeah. he really was. He, he traveled. He did his thing for work, and he provided for the family. Um, he gave me a lot of freedom, mm-hmm. which was a downfall. Yeah, which is something him and I have talked about, you know, it's, and um, that's tough. But I can think of father wounds later in life, you know, with my dad that are kind of you know they they hurt me still. Mm-hmm. They're tough. Um, when I went to Calvary and I left, I didn't leave the Catholic Church. I wasn't yeah. looking for God anyway at this point in time yeah. in my life for a period of time. <clears throat> so then I joined Calvary. And that's from a Catholic family, like the biggest Catholic family in Muscatine. Yeah. And you're doing what? Right. And you're going to go to, you're going to go on a mission and you're going to do this and you're going to do that. (laughs) You're going to get baptized again. Yeah. Uh, we baptized you when you were seven months old. Why would you get baptized again? Yeah. You know, and they didn't come to the baptism and they didn't come to my mission statement when we got back from Guatemala and Mm. you know, those things have been tough. So my father wounds have started later in life. Mm. Um, Minus the father wounds that I have for that I've caused my own children, yeah. but my father wounds, like from my own dad, those started later in life. Mm-hmm. Those started within the last six years when I found Christ.
0: Yeah,
1: right. Which are, are the tougher things? Like, why? Why do we have to be more distant now that you know I'm yeah, I'm truly like Jesus. chasing Christ really? yeah. and being like, hey, this is where I want to go. Like, mm-hmm. it's in His will, it's His hands. Like, um, we don't talk about religion. We. If we do, it's for a minute or two and then it's like, hey, we're not gonna have this conversation and we shut it down. Yeah. Um he doesn't want to hear my side and, and, and I know his side.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um so you know, those are more the father wounds I have is later in life. Um so what makes a good dad? I don't know, I think it's it's just being there. It really is. It's not yeah. it's not the control thing, and that's my biggest problem is I'm a control person. Mm-hmm. I want to see certain things. I want to see, this is how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to act this way. Oh, well, you didn't act that way. Now I'm going to get upset with you. That's not okay. Yeah. Like, you didn't act that way because that's how you are. That's yourself. Mm -hmm. Are you really hurting anybody? Yeah. Um, One thing I heard in our church, you know, many times is, is it eternal? Mm. If it's not eternal, do we really have to address it? Yeah. Uh, And I find myself addressing so many things that are not eternal. Like, it's not going to change anything what you just did Hmm. but it affects me because i feel like you should be this way
0: yeah that you should be well that's not fair
1: i don't you should be who you are yeah unless it's this
0: certain way and then you know of course
1: (laughs) yeah 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 don't get me wrong there's times we draw the lines but majority of the time when i'm getting upset with a child it's because
0: they're doing a different way than you yeah Yeah. oh yeah yeah nope i've had the same you're just like why are you yelling at this kid Well, because they didn't clean this up as fast as I thought they should. And you're like, that's stupid. Because then especially put in perspective of like, so at your job, does your boss yell at you for stuff like this? No. Yes. Then I quit.
1: Do you ever shell in that earpiece? (laughs)
0: Because she'll be like, (laughs) I know you
1: do this at work and that's okay. And this is how it works. But Uh when you're home, this isn't how it works. And that's true though. Oh, yeah. So many times. I have ADHD. But at work, I can control every thought process that I need to, mm-hmm. and I can micromanage like no other and get it done. And in the personal life, like, nope, you just did this, and now I'm going to focus on that. And that's going to tick me off for the next 30 minutes, yeah. and it's going to affect not only you, but it's going to affect these other children. It's going to affect my wife. Uh-huh. And and why? Because I can control it when I'm at work, yeah, but not home. And the home means more to me than work. yeah. Even though work provides for the home, it's like... Uh, That makes no sense to me.
0: Yeah. Well, it's like our kids, that's what I was talking, Josiah, you know, our kids go to school and are fantastic then come home and are awful but it's because that's their safe place that they can like, relax and breathe to where you're like to a fault because I know, yeah, I did that of like, oh, well, this is where I can just kind of be a crappy version of me because you should accept me the way I am and do all and like, yes, but no of, that's not fair to everyone else of, this is, you get the leftovers or you get the bad part of me of like,
1: no, that's not how that works. So, but with a blended family, it, it becomes different, right? Because you do have, now in your situation, right? You know, I mean, you have them 50, 50 times, right? But I have, it's almost 50, 50 right? They don't say the night. So the court says, well, it's not 50, 50. Yeah. Well, we won't get into that talk, but my kids can come. My two kids would come over and they can come and they know that, you know what? They get to leave. Mm-hmm. They go back to their moms. Mm-hmm. So their mentality can be different than my wife's two daughters who can come over and this is their home. This is the home they've known. This is the home they were raised in. Mm-hmm. Right? So they have their expectations and how things should work. And my two come over and they have, mm-hmm. you know, I get to leave. Yeah. Like So so what if I did something wrong Yeah, and it ticks you off? I'm to leave, leave and you're not going to see me until next Wednesday. Yeah.
0: So that Jeez. can really cause
1: a lot into the blended family stuff, yeah. right, that we don't think about, but that you do when you're six years into it. Phew. And you're like, well, <clears throat> are they here just visiting? Not that that's how we feel, but that's truly maybe how the kids are,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? If they're just visiting, it's not their home, so they're visiting, yeah. and they get to leave. The other ones, this is their home. So don't come over and disrespect our home. So now you have sibling rivalry. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. that brings in the parent kind of stuff, Ugh. right? You know, so I'm just saying, but when we think about blended families, I think the problem we get into is people don't think about that stuff. And and they say it takes you five years to get to understand that. Uh-huh. We're going on six and and we're learning this as we're going. Mm-hmm. But to be six years, I feel like you know what we beat the five year mark.
0: Yeah, something to give. Uh, her.
1: But and, and, and don't get me wrong, it's not terrible, right? But I think it's just things that people have to understand is yeah, those are the things that come into a blended family. And I'm not knocking my stepchildren, and I'm not knocking my children. Yeah, they're my children. Yeah, right. They may not be biologically mine, but they're my kids. I look after them. I mm-hmm. have to provide for them, and I want to do what's best for them, and I want to raise them in the right godly manner that I possibly can. But I can't do that if I'm constantly looking at, well, these two are this way, and these two are this way, and we have to treat them this way and them this. No, it doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. If you're just visiting, you still have to have the same policies, same rules, same guidelines, and understanding of what life's about. Yeah. That's where blended gets tough.
0: Okay. Well, note to self, I'm just going to stay single the rest of my life and stay, just be celibate. Just (laughs) so excited for that.
1: It's good. I You have to have a strong, strong other Yeah, house. yeah. Especially from the man side, I think.
0: Yeah. Like, well, and I, yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, your your wife, Rochelle, I mean, you speak highly of especially, like you said, just she adds that family element, some of the things you didn't have, and then some of that structure of like, hey, let's, because it is, it's like, yeah, you just, it's, that target's always moving. You kind of just keep, okay, what tools do we have? How do we keep moving? Be consistent, because.
1: Well, and how do they adapt uh, with you to understand that you know yeah, what adept. you're not? We're not wired the same. We all know that. Mm-hmm. And if you have a strong-willed woman in a blended family, yeah, I can tell you from experience that's way better than having one that's does their own thing. Yeah, and that's from experience. Um, and I'm I'm grateful for Rochelle. Like, I mean, my my path to Christ has went so many so many routes, but I know that meeting Rochelle truly did get my path to Christ, like where it sits today. Yeah. Um, I mean, she, she is the one who is like, it's her. She's the strong backbone. That stinks to say as a man. Right. But yeah, she's the backbone of the family. She's the one that like has to pull me in sometimes and be like, Whoa, we can't, you can't do that. Yeah. You can't, you can't say that you can't do this. You can't act like that. If you do this, you know, what's that showing them? Mm-hmm. All that does is cause a wedge. You know, I mean, she's that person who's yeah. always there saying that. And I think that's the strongest thing about a blended family is there has to be that stronger person. Yeah. And it's not always going to be the man. But the I mean, that's,
0: gonna- I mean, you you add, just like you said, different stuff different yeah. ways. And yeah. it's good of she's seen it, she can add to it. She's a great sure. teammate. Yeah. And then for both of you, of that grace of going, okay, listen. What do you have to say? Okay, great. I mean, that's the only, that's how any marriage works. You can either be a complete jerk and, like, yeah. no, I'm not listening to anything. Okay, let's see what you have to say this time. Let's go that route. Okay, let's try your way of like that give and take is good stuff.
1: It's gotta happen.
0: All right, easier questions. Well, three easier questions and then harder ones. So, changing up because first used to ask favorite movie, but favorite either TV or movie dad. Other than Family Guy, you can't say
1: Peter, <laughs> Peter Griffin. <doesn't> hey work. <laughs> Peter, TV movie dad.
0: I was just, or I was trying to think of like good. If there's any, I mean, there are oh, great dad you. movies. And if Man. you can't, just favorite movie.
1: Can Mrs. Doubtfire be like?
0: Yeah, that works. <laughs> willing to. He was a dad, right? Yeah, we. Just, I just started watching that with my kids. I kind of forgot how. Heavy that one was. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. Robin Williams. It's funny. And we started and Isaiah was like, I don't want to watch nope. this. I'm like, No, <laughs> we can watch Encanto watch, yeah, because this is
1: I was thinking Full House Dad, right? He's got all of it going on in oh, there, yeah. right? Had all of it going uh, on, there, I guess. Danny.
0: Yeah, Danny Tanner. Tanner. Danny. There we go. I was thinking
1: Turner was Danny Tanner. You know, but that's like I couldn't think of the name. I'm like, oh man, that'll really age myself if I say Full House Dad.
0: <laughs> no, I well I guess we're at different ages because I watched it, but <laughs> I was a little kid. Um, What's uh, other than working a hobby you enjoy?
1: Uh, honestly, fishing, hunting, but I like hanging out with the kids. I really yeah. do. I enjoy, I really do enjoy the kids. Yeah. Um,
0: Taking them fishing, hunting, or what? Or is no, there something yeah, you guys and, and no, you really we, enjoy? I do.
1: I take them fishing. I take them hunting. Uh, we take them over to the pond. We let them canoe around there. Do you it's have fun. a pond? No, but across the road we do. So that's nice.
0: Which direction? To the east? Yes. Yeah, that have yep, to be the, the road. Yep. Yeah, okay.
1: Towards 38. Yep. So, nice. That's nice. I mean, mm-hmm. it gives a slope. I do enjoy the kids, even yeah. though some of the days you may think I don't. I do oh, enjoy that's them. Any, like, yeah. And just watching yeah. them go out and have fun. Uh-huh. And, and truly, what it's come to now is what I've had to get better at is not involve myself so much in their situations, which mm-hmm. can make it more enjoyable, mm-hmm. you know? So that's fun. Yeah. Um, but hobbies. Yeah. I mean, I like that.
0: Yeah. That, yeah. The, the, I've had the same of going, okay, let the kids handle trying to find that. Like, no, you've got it. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it usually works out.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, okay. Fill in the blank. A dad is strong, strong,
1: and I don't mean muscular strong. Yeah, Look clearly. At yes. We're not muscular strong. I mean, I'm I was looking at you. Jeez, okay, <laughs> that's fine. Gosh, I think I could bench one, but we'll just let it be. Uh, we stuff
0: to wrestle. What's
1: yeah. gonna happen? <laughs> <laughs> it will. Kids That'll say, be a bonus <laughs> content.
0: You guys can sponsor us on Patreon.
1: We'll, we'll make sure there's a video somewhere for that. Um, I do think it's strong. I think it's strong-minded, strong-willed, strong-hearted. Right? I mean, mm. that's the tough thing. Is like. And honestly, able to – it's not so much strong on this one, but, like, just to stop at some point. When do you stop and just say it's okay? Mm. You know? Yeah. You have to be strong to be able to do that. You can't always be that forefront father that here I am who yeah. – you know, like, you have to be able to stop and step back and be like, it's good. Yeah. I feel like.
0: That's good. Okay, wow. Uh, best piece of dad advice either your dad gave or you or someone said to you, you read?
1: Man. I don't... Uh. I mean, funniest piece was my dad one day looked at my brother and was like, get that lead out of your ass before I put more in it. <laughs> We're like, wait. Like, uh, what? There's only one way to put lead in there? Yeah. And then you're not going to shoot him. That's yeah. not fair. Yeah. So- <laughs> But I, I understood what he meant yeah. by it, you know, yep. because it was like, like, get moving, do something," <laughs> or I'm gonna give you a reason not to. Yeah, and and I do think that's that's fair. Yeah, like when that question gets asked or somebody says something like that, that is the first thing that pops in my mind. My dad had a ton of dadisms, like they were crazy. I wish we would have wrote a book. And uh-huh. I think people say that about their dads, like, man, if I could write down like all his dad jokes or his dadisms, yeah. that'd be like, ha funny. You know, we make some money. It get the lead out of your head before i put more in it because it's like move do something with your life like like do something don't just be this yeah potato sitting on a couch like I, yeah or i'm gonna make you move and and by putting lead that way you're moving i i don't know maybe maybe that's it off the top of my head i'd say no that's, that's probably great it.
0: <laughs> the lead out for. all right uh You you hit a little bit, but what brings you pride as a dad?
1: That's tough because I know I've failed so many times as a dad, yeah, and still do. Um, But you know when. It doesn't matter, stepchild, blood not. When one comes up and gives you a hug mm-hmm. and truly says, "Thanks or I love you," like that is pride. Um, yeah. Huh. Unfortunately, those are few and far between. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. I mean, even when a kid comes up and you know they kind of let down their guard. And they wanna they want to be their own self and do their yeah. thing, but then they come up and like, hey, can you uh just bait you know, bait this for me, tie the hook on there for mm-hmm. me. Um you know, those those would be the moments. Mm-hmm. But they're not there as often as you want, as I want, yeah. I guess. Um and that just kind of shows some struggles that I have and some some things I need to grow on. Mm-hmm. Um
0: But I even I even think for them, I mean of in that situation of you're pretty guarded as a kid of going who I'm letting in and who I'm showing, it's going to take a lot of work because you know, this one left or this, you know, stuff to where give yourself some grace there of, but also knowing as one of those kids, when I did it, it meant a lot. I meant, you know, there's a lot to it of like, I don't just give these out willy nilly of like, Oh yeah, let's hug it. It's like, no, if you know if my stepdad got a hug it was like this is a big deal i mean you know there's times you're forced and you're like okay yeah yeah, you're not mine but if there's moments of knowing oh i am doing something right
1: right those are the moments
0: yeah that's good um we'll keep you on the the sad streak here so what story do you want your kids to tell about you with their kids so when you carry none on
1: none of my first 36 years. <laughs> Is that fair? <laughs> um I want him to know that you know what my dad my dad's voice mattered. He stood strong mm. not just for us but maybe for the community, maybe for other kids. Yeah. No. Maybe for you know, had my dad not done this, then we may not have had this situation arise. Mm-hmm. Um, he was an advocate for for people. He truly put his faith in Christ. And I think that's what I would want to say about my dad.
0: Mm-hmm. And I can. Yeah. And I
1: hope, you know, within, because I know I've got time. Yeah. That that's what my kids will say is, man, he's he was an advocate. He,
0: would you say like stood up for your convictions or?
1: I think his convictions, but I think also for, you know, he just, that I don't, <clears throat> I'm not afraid to say what's right, mm, that you mm-hmm. know what, it's, here's the truth, and the yeah. truth is, in this book, and, and that's it. Yeah. And and if you're against it, that's okay, we can all work together and figure something out sometimes, you know, right, because there's so many different things that the Bible says that are so difficult for us, especially as families that we can have different things going on um, yeah. in our family, but but we love each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have to agree with each other every time. We don't have to agree with what each other do at certain points in our lives, but uh, that he always at least that I spoke my mind mm-hmm. and I stood true behind it.
0: I think, yeah, it's wrapping up. You're saying there and it's come out. I hear you saying, S- stand up, speak your mind, but I also hear grace. And that as well of like, you do have different opinions we can talk about, we can process it to where I think, yeah, it will be great for your kids. I mean, even thinking of mine, but again, kid in that situation of parents that open about stuff, talking about it, there's grace of like, yeah, dad, forget the first 36 years, good grief, but there's grace and moving on. And so they know that for themselves but then also being able to show us as parents which that's a weird place to
1: yeah I mean look what he did the last 50 years mm-hmm. right because if I get past 86 kids aren't gonna you. want me around
0: I'll put you down I would appreciate it. There's We're a pond across that. the road. <laughs>
1: that's actually noted somewhere yeah. in this, yep. so now we know. <laughs> 86. We d-
0: <laughs> oh, hey, happy birthday. You remember that thing your dad said about lead?
1: Hey, I want you to come over and do a podcast with uh, 86. <laughs> I might aim
0: a little higher than your ass.
1: Put some lead, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think that's great, man. I really do, I think. That's true. It's I, I do want my kids to know my first 36 at some point in their mm-hmm. life. To So they can see that, holy cow, man, God is, God good. is good. And, yeah. like, he really does work on those that are <laughs> not. Yeah. Like, you can be faced out in a ditch, and guess what? He's coming to pick you up, and he's dragging you to put you somewhere else. Like, I just think
0: of your story of just his boot was across my face. Like, yeah, that's yeah. that's you where you've come from. Guys, like
1: You could have told the guy's shoe print off my face. Yep. Yeah. And... You could feel every ripple and, and God's sitting here saying, Man, I want you to be an advocate for our students in the schools. Yeah. I want you to be a leader for this community. I want you to do this. I want you to I want you to take twenty-two years of where you've been comfortable in mm-hmm. a career and say, Man, it's your will, God, whatever you want, mm-hmm. here it is. Mm-hmm. Take me because the next 20 years of work. Aren't about Matt. It's about you. So what are we doing? And yeah. let's figure it out. <sighs> Who? Yeah, that's yeah.
0: good stuff. Well, thanks for yeah. doing this, Matt. Enjoyed.
1: Glad we finally did it. We've been dragging Dude, you're your making up so excuses.
0: You had a toilet break, and so he's trying to get out of it this I got time. Pictures. But whatever. So take proof. Nope. Appreciate <laughs> it. It was good having you on. Yeah. We can go fix your toilet, or yeah.
1: we'll you can finish
0: do my basement here so
1: (laughs) no i'm good all right
0: hey thanks for listening to this episode of dad talks if you enjoyed today's episode please take a moment leave a review and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any episodes